Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today, the queen of eBay, Shelly Epperly. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. We're also happy for another reason, because we may be actually tying a record twice in the same month here on LOA Today, because we've already welcomed from our listener audience, Anne Marie Young, who's joined us on Mondays. Could it possibly be we have another listener joining us regularly on Tuesdays? We're about <laughs> to find out. And I got to warn you that we, we have to do a little spoiler alert here. Be ready for energy to go through the roof. <laughs> I'm just saying that could happen here very so easily. So excited. Because Bridget D, who is a listener and has been a listener for some time, is so stoked right now yes. that literally we could have electronics blowing out. So if, if the whole podcast goes away, you'll know what happened. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, Bridget, welcome. Thank you for Thank joining you. us today. Thank you yeah. for having me. Thank you. You were telling us before we got started here, this, this has been something you've been trying to manifest for a couple of years. Really? Yeah. So I've been listening for, I'm really bad with time. I'll just start off with that. But it's been at least two years I've been listening. And for at least two years, I've been telling my husband, I'm at least going to get on there one day to just tell them how grateful I am for all the tools that they've given me, like to help me get through our daily lives. It can be rough, you know, and I feel like you ha- be happy. I just want to be happy, you know, and I just want to make other people happy. So I, this, I mean, your daily dose of happy, does it get any better? I literally <laughs> told him I just want to be on that show, even if it's just to thank them one day. And I manifested it because here I am. <laughs> it okay. may have taken yeah. a little bit, but here I am. <laughs> So, so I'm checking electronic levels. We're okay for the moment, but we're pushing the limits a little bit. This could explode. And he's, Shelly, I mean, Shelly, you asked for a co-host, right? You asked for a third co-host. Yeah, yeah. You got your wish. Mm-hmm. Are, are you ready for this one? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people think that, I think. I love it, though. <laughs> it's perfect. because Well, this is what I've been hoping for for all the days. Because I mean, we have great co-hosts every day. But there are certain people who just kind of raise the vibe more than others do. And I've been wanting yeah. to have that with every single episode. And it's starting to happen. So this is cool. I mean, we're kind of calling this a tryout. But I, I don't know. I don't think this is going to be a tryout so much as the first episode. <laughs> that's, that's my sense so far. I mean, yeah, I could okay. be wrong. Yeah. Hey, if I could help anyone as much as you helped me, that would be like full circle times a million in my brain. Well, well, that's really what it's all about, I think. I mean, because... I, I mean, I've mentioned this many times on the show, how I started this to help me right. because I needed the yeah. help. I figured, well, if I talk to a whole bunch of experts, it'll help. And it does. It actually does help to talk to a whole bunch of experts. <laughs> you know? So, you know, and, and then other people like yourself have followed along the way and they've been helped too. So it's only fair and natural, of course, help somebody else out. Keep passing it along. Pass it forward, as they say, right? Yeah. So I, I love the attitude. Yeah. Thank you for, yeah. for, for sharing that. It's really, really good. Oh, yeah. It's my main. I mean, that's what you guys do. That's what you guys have done for me. I, it's all I want to do. I, that's my like soul fulfillment. I want to help other people while also keeping my vibe high, you know. <laughs> so I, you obviously have to do that to help anybody else. Help yourself first. So, Absolutely. yeah, 100 percent. That's that's what I want to do. So, so tell us a little bit about what life has been like for Bridget D so that people can know where you came from and you know, what you've been able to transform to over time. Because as much as we appreciate you giving us the credit, you, you actually deserve the credit. You know that, right? Yeah, we all we all make our own way. Yeah, exactly. But you guys have definitely been so many helpful tools. I can't even put it in words. Well, tell us about how that transition went. Where, where were you coming from? So um, I've been in healthcare my whole like adult life and um, I'm 33. So I started in when I was like 20 or 21 and um, it just got very, it got really hard. I mean, you're working with the, it's like any other job. You're working with the public, mm-hmm. your coworkers, your bosses, your people on top of your, your manager, your boss, like, you know what I mean? So it got really difficult to just remain happy. But I also think that that's happened multiple times throughout my life. Like, and I turned to other things like we all do to, you know, be happier, whatever, like try and find your way. But I don't think it was until, you know, my late 20s where I really wanted to like, what, what's up? Like, let's find out what's up. Like, why are you not happy? Yeah. And it's like I always 
thought and have been grateful, but not to the extent that I ever realized that I wasn't until this show. Like now I'm literally, I take a walk every single morning to get grounded. And I literally am thanking like the plants and the trees. Like, but I'm grateful for everything now. And it just makes your life a million times better. Like, why are you not grateful for that cup of coffee that you might not even have? Like, as silly as it sounds, it like I wake up and I, like today I didn't go to my eight to five job that I had. I was able to go on my walk later in the morning, not have to walk in the dark and be worried about people because, you know, weird things have happened. And then like I was able to go to the store and buy fresh fruit and like eat the way I want to eat with just healthier because like, you know, my sugars are high and all that stuff. Like I just like all mind, body and soul. I feel like I'm finally getting just back to me like how we i think forget when we come into this world and when we're younger we are more ourselves and then society and everyone kind of puts you in a box or we put ourselves in the box but ultimately you know but well it's a ready to we, break help each other. <laughs> we help each other get into that box so yeah yes. it's nice to switch it around and we're helping each other break out of the box yeah, <laughs> yeah. so did you did you change careers so um, I gave my notice and I left there and now I actually want to look into, um, I got a birth chart reading yesterday, which was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do it for a long time because I'm into astrology and, um, but I don't know about it like that in depth. So mm-hmm. I got someone who I knew would be so good because she was on a podcast and I, you know, knew that she was really good and she did fantabulous. I can't even say. Um, <laughs> and it was funny because the exact degree um, now she said that I would have just left a job and I would actually be starting what my soul was really put here to do. Oh my. And yeah. And I was like, that's so weird. I literally just left my job, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. I could do things like this. And, um, she gave, she gave me like a, um, she was like, you should look into the, um, IV like treatment therapy, like nutrition, how you get the vitamins, um, IV, like a lot of people do that. Like, so I'm looking into maybe that or Reiki, something along those lines. So I can be more hands-on helping people rather than just like more paperwork and helping people through like phones and doctor office wise. You know what I mean? I I was going to say Reiki because your energy is pretty Mm. high. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes too high. (laughs) Well, that's okay though. Cause you, you can transfer that, you know? Yeah. I try and I dance a lot to get my energy out. <laughs> well, so you must helps. do a lot of dancing then is all I can figure. Yeah. <laughs> it helps. It raises my vibe and it also like grounds me at the same time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you just got to find what works for you and it's cool. Can you really have too much energy? Um, Some people may think so. <laughs> I'm a lot for some people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mean, I think, I think that you can't have enough, you can't have too much energy for yourself, but other people might not be able to meet you with that. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yes. I mean, that's the nature of living in an energetic universe. There are going to be some people who aren't on the same vibrational level that you're on. Yeah. I just don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, different strokes, right? I have to mention something. This is a little bit off topic, but I just wanted to mention it to you, Walt, because I watched this movie and I was just so fascinated with it. Have you seen the, um, oh, it's the something or other of the fifth dimension. The, it's not close, it's not close encounters. It's, anyways, it's basically about how, the UFOs work, and I know that that's just like so far out there. But well, that's was, what they're called UFOs. No, yeah, I'm sorry. No. It was, but what it came down to was their mechanics and how they do it is, uh, using, is using energy. Well, yeah. And so we're trying to figure it out, like how we supposed to, you know, do it mechanically, and you can't. You have to use energy. Well, I I mean, even with with mechanics, I mean, you still have to have energy behind the mechanics. Otherwise, they don't. Right, 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 right. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like the logical, like, how are we going to build a time machine compared to Mm -hmm. how do we just like be in one place and then an instant later be somewhere across the universe? Yeah, right. You're talking about the Star Trek transporter. Yes. Yes. Just step on a pad and all of a sudden, you know, you're across country or across galaxy. Either Mm -hmm. one. 
<laughs> Which, if you play, if you play with your background a little, you'll look like you're doing that. That's right. Yes, I, I do it every single show. I keep, I keep expecting to fall back into the galaxy. I haven't yet, so, you, know, you never know. The day's young. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought you should watch that because it was it. It kind of seems kind of weird because they talk about talking about the government and the CIA and all that, but then they go into what like is really happening happening on an energetic level and how people mm-hmm. are getting together and actually calling them in. And it's mm-hmm. just, and not being afraid. It's nothing to be afraid of. And it's just a really interesting concept. But I just wanted to throw that out there, just speaking of high energy. Well, based I on just, what you're talking about, that sounds like a nice take on what is often turned into like a horror story. Because there's a lot of people out there right. who dwell on the whole UFO thing. But it's usually along the lines of we're being invaded and, you know, we have to basically fight to protect the earth from invaders right. and so forth. And, and that's not necessarily the way it is. And it's like there is. They're at such a high level. We have nothing that they want to do other than just to be like, oh, that's cool. What they're, I feel like we're like <laughs> animals in a zoo. Like they're like, oh, look what they're still doing. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they cute? They haven't Aren't they cute? It out yet. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's kind of what I got out of all of that. Like I was just like, cause I've had that fear like my whole life, you know, I've seen things before, you know, when I was a teenager and stuff, we lived kind of out of town and I'd see things in the sky and I'd just be freaked out. And now I'm just, after watching that, I'm like, I almost want to be involved in that one of those circles that calls them in and just see, you know, just, and I've always been so afraid of it, you know, and it's like, I don't know what's there to be afraid of, you know? That's a good question. What is there to be afraid of, really? I mean, if you look at it closely. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing that happens is you die. Yeah. Okay. Well, we were going to have that happen anyway, so what else yeah. is the worst thing, well, right? We're all headed there. <laughs> yeah. It's so going to happen. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Walt's going Walt's gonna be there, here a little bit longer than the rest of us, I think. <laughs> That's true. That is one of my goals, is just see how far I can push the envelope. (laughs) And literally push the envelope by having the fun of it. That's, you know, ways, really. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm so, I'm so sorry, Bridget. I feel like I just kind of. No. Don't be sorry. I'm into all that, so don't be sorry. (laughs) That's the way this goes. I mean, yeah, and I can listen to you guys all day. That's what I do. That's what happens. We start on one topic and all of a sudden we're in Alpha Centauri, you know. Yeah. So just and it somehow it. always ties in. You guys always, always. somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but you sure. know what it is? It's because we're cognizant of, of what we originally started with. And it's like, okay, so it's almost like our, our subconscious minds are working on it. So how does this connect in? And then, mm-hmm. you know, we're fed a piece of information. Something comes our way like, oh, yeah, I just saw this. And by the way, that connects back to what we talked about. So true. That's yep. the way it works. Yeah. Which is fun. It's a lot easier than the first year to maybe three years that I did the podcast because then I was struggling to kind of figure out what to say and how to keep the conversation going. And then mm-hmm. about year four, something like that, one of my co-hosts just um, after we have before shows and after shows and then we have the show. And during one of the after shows, she said to me, um, you know, you look like you're kind of not feeling on Car, so to speak, what's going on? And I told her, well, I mean, there's sometimes where I just I'm not sure how to get through the show. I'm not sure what the next thing is to talk about. I want to fill out the full time slot um, because we have um, certain places that we publish that require a full hour, you know, so we got to make sure it fills. She says, why are you fretting about it? Just let your inner being give you the topic. And I said, oh, okay. How do I do that? <laughs> and she mm-hmm. said, just let it come. So I remember the first time I tried, I remember, I don't remember what the occasion was, but I remember the feeling of it. I knew there was nothing else on my agenda. We had about 20 minutes left. And so I just opened my mouth and hoped that something would come out. And it did, by the way, <laughs> which was really exciting <laughs> and, and quite relieving. I'm laid out. It was a big relief that actually something came out. And then I had to play it back later to see if it actually made sense. And it did. It made sense. That was even better. <laughs> But that's, that's what you end up doing at some point. You just kind of throw caution to the wind and see what happens. Yeah. Amazing things happen when you do that. I mean, look what happened. Bridget, you, you threw caution to the wind and you contacted us. Yep, just go with the flow. That's what, just go for it. 
That's what my birth chart said, too. I just have to go for it and don't let anybody, you know, influence what I want to do. Just go be you. Go, you know, let it out. <laughs> That's good. That's really yeah. good. So, so what do you want to do? I mean, you threw out a couple of ideas, but what's what's really raging your fire, so to speak? Well, I am, I'm looking into literally like so many different things because I am into astrology. I am into, um, Reiki. My cousin does it. So like I've, you know, she's told me about it and whatnot. Um, I'm just really into holistic medicine. So anyway, I could really help someone. So I have to really study and see what I really want to do 100% mm-hmm. and then pour my soul into it. But all I know really, I want to help me and others and, you know, keep the vibe high. Because if you don't enjoy life, it's like, what are you we doing? <laughs> and, and, yeah, no kidding. And by the way, the order that you gave is the exactly correct order. You you go to take care of yourself first, and then you're able to help others. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. the right order. You get messed up when you do it the other way around. Oh yeah. So yeah, definitely the right thing to do. And the other thing I, that occurred to me as you were saying that just now, try lots of stuff. Don't just don't limit yourself to just those things. Yeah. Because I get the sense right now you haven't really found the thing that just goes, oh, yeah, that's it. And I know when I do, I'll, like, no. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So just keep trying different things. And don't be afraid to do a couple things. Like, maybe not all at once, but to be, like, like, say you get into the Reiki and you're like, this is really cool. And then you're like, but I've always wanted to learn astrology. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can do both of those things, you know. You can. You can. I think I would because, yeah, I do like so many different things. And I do like to – I didn't like love school, but I like to learn when I'm actually interested in Mm -hmm. the subject. So I Mm -hmm. know once I find – yeah. So I think I will end up honestly doing more than just one thing. Yeah. I think I'll be into – yeah. And, in fact, the best coaches that I know do more than one thing. They they have Mm -hmm. more than one specialty. Mm -hmm. And they, they enjoy combining them together and so forth. Right, I mean, right, because they do coincide. Oh, they do, yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's combinations that you wouldn't expect. i got to say hello to Barbie. Thanks, Barbie. She's asked, she's welcoming me, what, or I'm sorry, wishing me a happy vacation because Louise and I are going away starting on oh, Thursday. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But thank you, Barbie. Really appreciate that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 the people who are able to combine stuff together, they're often combining things that you wouldn't normally associate. Now, I'll give you an example that comes right off the top of my head. Jackie Gates, who does... The Wednesday show with me and Cindy Chavez. Uh, she's a good friend of Cindy's, and so that's why we brought her in in the first place. And she has a background as an actress. She was a stage actress um, and a very successful one, too. And she's combined that with her coaching career to do an act-as-if thing. And if there's anybody who knows act-as-if, it's a person who was on the stage. You know, right. So you wouldn't normally associate coaching with being a theatrical actress, but she combined them together, and it works. It really, really works. So I guess what I'm saying is don't think, well, okay, astrology and Reiki, they're fairly close. I got I, I can try those two together. No, go far afield. You actually did mm-hmm. just give the perfect example because I remember her saying that on your podcast and I didn't even think of that. And you're so right. Yeah. So she's right. just, I mean, she, she completely took she stuff from her background and applied it to the new thing that she was doing. And yeah. it fit perfectly. Absolutely yeah. perfectly. So, yeah, you never know what the combination is going to be. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so, yeah. okay, well, let's um, let let me see if I can uh, push a little bit of a button here because uh, if I remember correctly, you were talking about how we've helped you a lot. I don't remember if you've ever written in before. Maybe we discussed an issue or not. But can you tell us how did we help? What did we do that made a difference? Um, so I have written in and you guys have helped me in those ways as well. Um, because okay. I've written in for Dean and Rita. Okay. So you guys definitely, they definitely helped me in those mm-hmm. aspects and they were dead on every time. I knew they would be, but they were so dead on. Yeah, they're um, really good. But you guys gave me the tools to um, start seeing what I could do to make myself be happier, even in that nine to five um, that I was, you know, like, like now I didn't used to go on a walk every morning and ground myself. I didn't do any of that. I didn't wake up early like I should. I didn't you know, put healthier things in my body like I should have been. Um, I I do my affirmations. I know that doesn't work for everyone. I totally get that, too, because at first I was struggling with it, but now I don't at all, um, and they do help me. 
I do my meditations, my prayer. Um, there's a lot of things. Honestly, even the stream of David, listening to the stream of David has mm-hmm. helped me mentally, even without like needing to just listening and understanding mm-hmm. like so many questions I've had sure. about so many different things. And he just answers them all. And it's like insane. So that, yeah, he's very gifted and helped. in a lot of ways as well yeah Yeah, but you guys have just given me outlets like find things that will like find out that dancing does get your energy moving and your stale energy out oh yeah go on that walk every day like go out in nature there are so many things that i just wasn't conscious that i wasn't even doing that Mm -hmm. is so helpful for my mind body and soul that i just wasn't doing before and it's the little things right Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's little, but things, it makes they, the biggest difference. They make the big difference. Biggest they really difference. do. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when you're doing those little things too, funny things happen. I mean, you get, you get little feeders, so to speak, you know, little ideas that come to you while you're doing this little thing. Another little thing comes to you. That's law of attraction, right? You know? Yes. Yeah. And you guys, I know this is a little off, but you guys, when you um, said to start appreciating doing the dishes and whatnot, I don't have a <laughs> dishwasher. So I hated it. No. Okay. <laughs> Now, though, I would just put a podcast on and I totally enjoy it. Time mm-hmm. goes by in two seconds. I'm like, how was that an hour of dishes? And how did LOA go by in an hour already? How did all this? <laughs> that was great. Yeah. So it's that, funny that you say that, too, because so today um, I, I, as you know, I, I do the dishes often as a way to kind of calm myself and calm the thoughts down and so forth. And lately, I've been just so busy with the business that Louise has been the one who's been doing the dishes. And today, this morning, I was dealing with stuff and I went into the kitchen to kind of take a quick break and I reached for the dishes. And she says, oh, that's okay, I'll do them. I said, no, 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 I, I need to do the dishes. I need I need to like ground myself right now. And she says, no, I said, I'll do them. No, no, it's okay, I'll do the dishes. They were practically fighting over the to the dishes. That is hilarious because my husband's actually been doing them for like the past two weeks. And I'm like, oh, now I can start helping you do the dishes again because I'll be home. He's like, yeah, and I'm like, no, I will. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna do them, leave them there, I swear. I'm gonna do them, I'm like, good, I'm good now. I won't bitch. Oh my god. You guys You're need my... to talk to my husband about fighting about doing the dishes. <laughs> See if we can get him on board with that. <laughs> yes. Tom well, to rem- appreciate it. It reminds me of one of my earlier co hosts from a few years back, uh Wendy Dillard, who was on for a few years there, a couple of years. And she is a in, in her own words, she's semi O C D. And one of her ways that, that she expresses it is when she's making dinner, she'll do the dishes while she's making the dinner. So that there's nothing left to do after she's done. And it actually drives her crazy when there's somebody else there who is participating in some way of the making of the dinner and they're not doing that. It just, yeah. oh, no, no, you just upset my world if you aren't doing the dishes as you, you, know, you just use the pot for something. So you wash the pot right away. <laughs> so apparently there are a lot of different ways that washing dishes helps people. <laughs> yeah, my husband will start doing that. And I'm like, can we eat first? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you don't have to do that now. I swear. <laughs> can we not? I don't like cold food. <laughs> Yeah, at least wait till you're done eating, and then you can do them. <laughs> and then there's the opposite, the opposite end of the spectrum, like my wife, who basically throws dishes all over the place when she's cooking, and and you know it's it's like you know a catastrophe by the time we're done. But it makes for a nice dishwashing session the next morning, you know. Yeah, so it works out okay. Right. <laughs> yep. Just goes yep. to prove how important perception really is. Well, that that whole thing with the tax thing. I want to tell a little, or with, you know, appreciating chores or whatever. Um, okay. So a couple of years ago, we, we had put off doing our taxes for three years. Mm-hmm. Just being Just lazy, avoiding, mm-hmm. however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. So we came into some money through an inheritance and I'm like, we really need to do the taxes for those three years. Like, this is ridiculous. I mean, I have my own business, you know, like we need to right. do, you know, it's not like I'm making millions, but I'm making enough, you know, that we need to do taxes. <laughs> so anyways, I'm fretting, you know, we take all our taxes to this new guy that was recommended by a couple of friends locally that 
having businesses and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go this new guy. And so we went and I'm just fretting over it. Like how much money are we going to owe? Like, I know we got the money to pay it. It's not like, you know, I have a ballpark of what it's going to cost. And then we take him in there, we do it. And then I just start like backing up and going, wait a minute. I need to stop fretting about this money. Like this money pays for the kids' schools. This money pays for our roads. This money pays for, you know, if there's an emergency, the fire department's going to show up at my house. Like this pays for stuff. Like mm-hmm. I need to stop being anxious about it. it I start appreciating it. So I started doing that. And at that time I was doing my daily Facebook videos. And so I was putting that out there. I'm so grateful for these taxes that we're going to have to pay for these three years that we've been neglecting it. And so the guy calls, it's probably like a month later and the guy calls and goes, okay, I have your taxes done. And he goes, you got a pen and paper. And I said, yeah. And he goes, okay, so for 2015, you're going to get $150 back. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then he goes, and for 2016, you're going to get like $72 back. (laughs) And for 2017, you're going to get like $182 back. That's so funny. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did you like, I have a business. Like you did all that, right? He goes, oh yeah, yeah, I did all that. (laughs) And it's like, oh, my God, we're going to use you forever. Right. <laughs> but I was just like, to me, that was, it was just like, when it happened, of course, I was like, what? But then I was like, of course. Of course. Because I got into a better mind frame with it. Like, I, I got, I started appreciating it instead of stressing over it. Which, by the way, I'm very good at. I don't know if I've told you that before. I, I have a long history of stressing over taxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, long, I, like decades of stress. And, <laughs> and now, I mean, like these last couple of years we've had to pay because our child, our last child turned 18. So mm-hmm. we can't claim him anymore. Not quite that. But yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Barbie Although, wants to know what's the CPA's contact information. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we had been taking all the deductions because he's like, well, of course we did like mileage and stuff. But then he's like, well, do you have an office in the house? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, and do you store your stuff in the house? Cause I sell on, you know, online and I have right. like half of our garage is my inventory. And so That's he's like, we can take all of that and we can take part of your utilities and part of your, you know, internet. And I'm just like, Rent, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And so it was like, okay. And then with those, with those child tax credits on top of that, Mm -hmm. we, we were able to, you know, squeak under with just getting a few dollars here and there back instead of having to pay. Cause in the past we'd had to pay. And it's like, I don't think that lady knew what she was doing. Cause, and she was always just kind of laughing at me like, Oh, that's fun that you do this little business, you know, and I'm just like rude. (laughs) <laughs> and then we went to, and then we went to this other other guy and he was just like, "Oh yeah, this is all the stuff we need to do." And I'm like, "Okay." And then when he called, I was just like, "What?" <laughs> so I got to ask you, since you didn't have to put money out, you were actually getting money back. Did you celebrate? How did you celebrate? Um, I think we went out to eat. <laughs> okay. Which is, that our, which is our way of, you know, Hey, that's Louise's favorite. I don't care what it is you're celebrating. That's Louise's favorite way of celebrating. Go on. Me too. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's the weekend. Let's celebrate and go out to eat. That's oh, it doesn't have to be the weekend. Every... It, it, it could be a Thursday. It could be Monday. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Talk on Tuesday. Actually, Tuesdays often a takeout night, so it's quite possible. You never know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. That celebration piece, though, is so, so important. It's just mm-hmm. amazing what a difference it makes. And I can say that from the perspective of somebody who did not celebrate for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And once I finally started doing it grudgingly, because I thought it was really stupid, really dumb, but I did anyway and started getting results. And I said, what? <laughs> What's I think going I need on to do here? more of that. And then I felt yeah. like 
well, what was I doing the rest of those years? Why couldn't I have done this before? <laughs> so talk about a complete 180 degree turn. Because there was a time where I would have thought that the whole thing was dumb. Just, just plain dumb. Why would you yeah. want to do anything? I mean, that, like that's going to make any difference. You know, don't you guys know how cause and effect works? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> yeah, you guys were great. It was me. I was like, oh, yeah. I wasn't paying attention, I guess. Well, I could right. definitely work on celebrating more. Like when those I things happen, are. when those things happen, I'm like, oh, cool. But I'm not like having a party about it. Maybe I should. Yeah, my husband's always like, what do you want me to do? Jump up and down? I was like, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good Depending thing to do. on what it is, I feel like we um go through we conquer things in our life, but we often like put ourselves down for what we conquered mm -hmm. that we don't really recognize what we really like did conquer. Mm-hmm. You know, what kind just because you put yourself then? there, you still got yourself out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what, what what kind of signal does that send to the universe? Right. Like basically, it says, "Oh, you know, yeah, I know I've asked for this stuff, but don't don't send anything my way because I really don't want it." Yeah, like <laughs> uh, whatever. Like yeah, no, yeah, celebrate that. It's Pretty life. Much. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a big celebration. That's the other thing that it took me a while to learn. It can be a small celebration. It can be. It can last a minute. Yep, just your happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. you. You do a little happy dance, you know, and that's about it. And that, that's enough. Mm -hmm. You just put the signal out. That's all that really matters. You got yeah. the signal out there, and you put the signal in there too. You put it into yourself. Because that's the other piece of it. I, I I don't know why that one took so long to sink in. I would have thought that I that would have been something I got early, but I didn't. And that is when you do the celebrations, you're feeding your own subconscious mind to believe that you can have celebrations. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, like like you're allowed to or something. Like you deserve it. Yeah. Like yeah. We're not deserveable yeah. of half of the things that we are all deserveable of everything. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that before you start understanding the law of attraction, you're looking for outside validation all the time. So if course, everybody yeah. else isn't celebrating what you're doing, then why should you get to do that? You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. and when and when you get to a certain level, you're just like, I don't really care what you guys think. I'm just going to be a dork over here and dance around the kitchen or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Do my happy dance. and my husband, whenever I do my happy dance, my husband's like, oh, no, here she goes. <laughs> Just like, whatever. Nobody else is here. I'd never do this in front of anybody else. <laughs> you should try it. Just do it. My kid, my That's the phrase that was going through my head, Bridge. Exactly. <laughs> try it. See you, what happens. You should try it. Give See it a shot. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you might be surprised. <laughs> I say that as somebody who spent years not celebrating, and when I finally, finally started doing it, it was a difference. It was, and that's a shock, especially when you have not been doing it for years. It's a shock to find that it actually does make a difference immediately too. You don't have to wait for it. We're not talking about you know something that manifests six months later. We're talking about within the next couple minutes, all of a sudden something happens, mm -hmm. and you say, "What was that?" Assuming you make the connection. Now, very often mm -hmm. early on, we don't make the connection. You know, so we kind of blow it off. But at some point, we notice, you know, just celebrated, something just happened. Oh, no, no, that's got to be a coincidence. Oh, wait a minute. There's no such thing as a mere coincidence. Oh, they must be connected. <laughs> what the heck? They're connected? <laughs> nah, that can't be. <laughs> that's what goes through your head. Yeah. When you've mm -hmm. been to the place that I was in for years, I'm sure many people have been there. That's what goes through your head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It takes a while to kind of reinforce that stuff really does work. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what the, that's what the Pam Grout experiments are all about that, uh, uh, we were doing on the Wednesday shows for a bit there. We'll probably get back to them too. Just having experiments, experiments. That's a combination of an experiment and experience. It's an experience. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Just having these experiments that, uh, you kind of reinforce for you, here's how it works. And you get quick results, which is important these days because we live in the age of instant gratification, right? So everybody's kind of, no, no matter, I mean, most people say, oh, no, I'm not mm -hmm. looking for instant gratification, but let's be honest, we all are. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's watch, a quick way. Watch your computer it. slow down for a second and see how frustrated you get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been I helping computers. 
people. I went through that this morning. Oh. My, I was trying to list some stuff and my computer just kept freezing up and I'm just like, ah, I want to throw you through the window. <laughs> my my like, wife's favorite way to deal with it is to slam the lid of the laptop closed. I keep saying to her, don't do that. It's trying to work it out. You keep <laughs> turning it off every time it tries to work it out. And then the next time it tries to do it again, you get more frustrated. Yeah, I know. And she closes the laptop. <laughs> I've gotten really good at just walking away. Okay, I'm just going to, and I talk to it too. You're really upsetting me right now. I'm going to walk away and do something else. I'll be back later so I don't destroy you because that's what I really want to do right now. You know, which is just like my old programming. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I don't need to do that. And speaking of programming, I was telling you guys before we got started today that my system fan on my laptop's been acting up, so it created a little noise in the background. And it had been running continuously, making lots of noise for like the last two hours. We just raised the energy of the show. Do you hear any system fan going on? Yeah, that's awesome. I don't hear one either. (laughs) It just got really, really quiet. It's like the system fan is listening. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you're celebrating. Celebrating. (laughs) The system fan (laughs) cha-cha. Could be. Just amazing, this stuff. So... Well, let's go uh, go back a little bit more about uh, some of, of Bridget D's background and life leading up to joining LOA today. Um, have you always been this high energy? Yes. Um, yeah, 100%. And then I think um, my whole life, everyone, you know, I feel like it made me, like, calm it down mm-hmm. until now. But if you asked anyone in my life, they would say, what? You are not calm. <laughs> <laughs> like, but to me, I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, now I'm just I'm just done caring, and um, yeah. So you're basically letting you know letting it out of the box now. Just letting loose, yeah. I mean, right. I think that even if you think you don't care about like even what other people think or like anything, you ultimately do. Like even that um uh when the uh the stream with his uh, David Strickles five things for the holiday, which really is really for every day if you're honest it's like it's every true. day his Very one that being offended is always a choice and which is rooted in the judgment of like others on you like when he said that is not like until then did i even realize like yeah you definitely get offended so you obviously do care what other people think you know what i mean like when you think exactly. you don't think something and someone says it or words in a different way and then you're like oh Hey, I do have to work on that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like it because now I know what I need to work on. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And I, I'm actually liking a, another tie saying that's very similar to what you just expressed there, which is what everybody else thinks of me is none of my business. Mm-hmm. When I remind myself of that, because that, that's a little bit, that's one of those things that kind of hits you in between the eyes. Like, oh, well, wait a minute. Hold on. None of my business. I mean, that, you know, hey, that hurts when that person did that. No, it's really none of my business. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of have to go through a little bit of a thought process there, but it's an amazing thing when you can finally adopt that viewpoint. You start getting that perspective that the stream talks about, having that yeah. that source energy perspective. Because now all of a sudden, none of it's terribly important. None of it's mm-hmm. death, you know life or death. Well, I guess it's all life, really. But none of it's none of it's end of the lifetime forever death. That's let's put it that way. Well, it's true. Everyone can think their own way. So you, their opinion of you is none of our is none of right. business because, hey, we can all think whatever way you want to each their own, right? So Which also like, means we don't have to react to it if hey, we aren't thinking about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the and, four and, agreements, it's don't take anything personal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The same idea. Mm-hmm. Precisely yeah. the same idea. Yeah. yeah. And then when we get there, when we're actually able to pull off the miracle, so to speak, and not really care about what the other people are thinking, achieve that, that source energy viewpoint. God, life gets easier. You know? So much more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like what happened to all the stress? Where did it go? Mm-hmm. I miss it. No, not really. Walt. <laughs> 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 Funny. But it's true. I mean, seriously, aren't we usually in that habitual pattern of kind of expecting stress? And so we continue to get more stress and all that kind of thing. And then we finally find a way to break through with something like this. The idea that what somebody else thinks of me is none of my business. 
where to go? This thing I've been used to all these years is gone. It, 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 it's almost like a, it's almost like stress. Not really, it, but it, 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 it's an energy shift and it's a perspective shift. And any time that you shift like that, you're momentarily thrown off balance. And so you have to adjust and kind of sit with it, get used to it, take a breath. <sighs> okay, yeah, I like this. This feels better. But you have to go through that. Mm-hmm. That's my point. You have to get, you have to get past that little transition period. And the right. zoom out perspective, it's like, okay, none of this stress is really real. I, we all just put it on ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And then it raises a very fascinating question. Well, if I'm not going to focus on all the stress, what am I going to focus on? What we want. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> well, I think it's about, it's about putting the work in, but it's about putting the work in in the most enjoyable way for you. Mm-hmm. Like like what you were talking about, Bridget, like you're taking a walk, you're doing meditating, you're doing affirmations, you're doing you're doing all these things, which for you works really well because you have high energy. So when you get done with one thing, you're like, okay, bring on the next thing. I need this, you know, I need this to keep going. And for people that are are don't have such high energy, maybe it's just doing your affirmations twice a day. Or whatever it is, you know, some people affirmations just sound tedious. So don't do that, you know, do a guided meditation or go for a walk or go for a hike in the woods or, you know, some people jog, some people go lift weights or what, you know, whatever that that meditative thing is for you. I think it's important for everybody out there to understand you don't have to be this constant, um you know, putting in all this hardcore spiritual work, you need to be doing something that brings you joy to yes. get there. And for some of us, it's a lot of things. And for some of us, it's, it's not so much. And I, I was, I was having a really hard time this morning. I woke up about 4:20, which is like a normal time for me to w- wake up and get up in the morning, but I just wasn't ready. So I let the dog out and then told him we were going back to bed. <laughs> so we did for a little while, but I didn't go back to sleep because I just found myself like fretting about the day and fretting about yesterday and just getting into that. I call it the monkey mind where it just starts winding in all this worry and crap. And you're just like, ah, and so I just finally got up and went and made coffee and everything. And, and, um, got out one of my books and just started reading, getting in a better space. And, and I had, after my husband left for work and I told him, Oh, I'm just like, I think it's going to be one of those days where I just sit in front of the TV all day. Cause I'm just so irritated right now. And he goes, he goes, Oh honey, you need to listen to some Abraham. You'll be fine. And, <laughs> and I was already doing that when he texted me, I was listening to Abraham while I was like getting ready for the, like curling my hair and stuff. And, and, but one of the things that she said that really made sense to me as far as just like putting in the work, like if you're not going to worry, then you need to be positive. And so many people don't understand how to do that. So you have to find these ways to, you know, change your mindset and change your programming and everything. And she said, it's like, I want to go from California to Arizona and I don't have any gas. So instead of putting gas in the car, I'm just going to walk. <laughs> and I was just like, that's perfect. Cause so many people are like, I don't want to actually go do the thing I'm supposed to do, but I just want to get there. And it's like, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather struggle and walk from California to Arizona than just run down to the gas station and spend 40 bucks and put gas in my car, you know? <laughs> and that's, you know, I'm just, I just love analogies like that. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. Okay. So I need to go to the gas station, put gas in the car before I go. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a good way to find a way to change your perspective. So now all of a sudden it's a worthwhile activity. Right. Of a right. Drudge. Because you definitely right. don't want to do it like a drudgery. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. self-defeating. It's just, ooh. yeah. It, yeah. One of the, one of the things that came out in a conversation that I was having online was the importance of changing the way you think about something. And I'm trying to remember what the exact uh, example was. It was somebody who was posting on Facebook. They were asking for help, and oh, I think I know what it was. Um, she was getting a divorce. That's what it was. She was getting a divorce, but they have a kid and she wanted to figure out a way to 
she and her husband were, were trying to make it amicable and they were trying to be friends uh, to just for the, for the child's sake. They were going to be separated, of course. They were going to live separately and so forth, but they were trying to maintain a friendly relationship. And her perspective was, yeah, but there's been so much bad stuff that's happened. How can I possibly be friends with him? And she starts listing all the bad stuff. And there was a lot of it. And so my instant response was, congratulations. Congratulations. What a magnificent manifesto you are. Yeah, you're manifesting stuff you don't like, but boy, are you good at it. Yeah. Says, wow, that really shifted my perspective. Mm-hmm. And that shift of perspective makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, like that whole Murphy's Law thing. Everybody's like, oh, if it can go wrong, it will. You mm-hmm. flip that. If exactly. it can go right, it will. It will. And if you yes. And if you get more positive and more positive, it just starts snowballing until, like, you know, you can have – a crappy morning where you can't get some negative thoughts out of your head. And by the time you get out of the shower, you're you've already shifted. Like you don't, it doesn't have to be a bad day. It doesn't, it doesn't ever have to be a bad day. And there's, there's going to be things that happen around you where it might be a bad day. And, but you can still get yourself out of it. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in fact, we can also, uh, get ourselves into a bad state simply by, and by bad state, I mean an undesired state. There's really no such thing as a bad state, but an undesired state, um, simply by, you know, doing the usual stuff of focusing on stuff we don't like and repeating it over and over and over ad nauseum and then wondering how we got there. Or we can actually make a shift. Mm-hmm. And that requires two things. First of all, it requires recognizing that you have to make a shift. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you ladies, I, many times in my life, I didn't even know I had to make a shift. It wasn't until I actually noticed that, oh, yeah, this is a good time to make a shift. That's when I actually started getting breakthroughs. Not until then. So that, that mm-hmm. to me is a big number one. And then the number two, of course, is once you have recognized that, okay, I got to make a shift, then how do you actually make a shift? And there are times where it's not so easy. Mm-hmm. So that's where the tools come in. And that's what you were referring to earlier, Shelley, about how um, you don't have to get locked into one particular thing, one particular activity. If you don't like that, I'm, I'm one who never really liked affirmations. I would do five affirmations and I fall asleep. So it just was not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. But they work great for other people. So you, you treat it like a smorgasbord. Which one do you want to take? Okay, you don't have to take the affirmations. You can go for the meditation. You don't like the meditation? Meditation, you can do the walks. You can do the dishes. I mean, you do whichever one works for right, you. Right, right. Just put together your own toolkit. It doesn't have to be any particular toolkit. It can be your toolkit. Yeah. And you do that often enough, you're going to end up being Jackie Gates combining acting with with uh, life coaching, because that's what happens when you put your toolkit together. So, yeah, and my tool my toolkit is constantly shifting because I get bored easily. So. I, right. You know, there's some mornings like I was telling you a couple of weeks ago how I'm reading like four books right now. And yeah. I just keep I just keep rotating them because I get so bored with just one book. And then I disappoint myself because I don't read the whole thing because I just toss it aside and move on. <laughs> and, and so like the last like week or so, I have been like listening to meditations instead or just mm-hmm. writing some affirmations and stuff. So it's like and then like today I went back to reading again and it's just like. I'm just going to do what feels best. I used to always try to like put myself in a box and try to stay on task, you know, and it's like, you got to stay on task with what makes you happy with what, what feels good today, you know? Now there is a flip side to this and I'm realizing that it does exist in, because right now I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm in the middle of the entire boot camp. Uh, I'm, I'm like uh, 40% of the way through and maybe not that 30%. And one of the things I've been experiencing is they, they want you to do meditating every day. And I was never a meditator. I have become much more of a meditator doing this practice. So it's good. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gaining a great tool there. Um, but lately, my uh, my work, because I'm, I'm running Louise's uh, gardening business, my work gets in the way. I mean, I wake up and, you know, six o'clock, boom, I got to go, go out the door usually, make a delivery or, you know, get something to a, to a crew member or something. So it's not like I can wake up and do a meditation, which is what you're supposed to do. They want you to meditate in the morning and in the evening. And I begin kind of frustrated about that. Well, you just pointed out something really important to me. I have no reason to get frustrated about that. It just means I need to kind of redirect my attention a little bit. 
And then the other, the other part of it, the flip side that I was referring to, is there is value in following through on doing a new practice the way it's supposed to be done, even if it's a little bit of a of an effort at first. I and agree that's, with that's, I that's, agree with that because because you definitely yeah. in the beginning before it turns into habit, it's got to be there's got to be some willpower. Exactly. Yeah. But I just feel like a lot of people like I see a lot of people on like the Facebook groups that are just like, you know, I've been writing these affirmations for four weeks and nothing's mm. happening. And mm. it's like, OK, number one, you're you're looking for the magic button and it's not in the affirmations if you're not doing them and enjoying doing them and finding that for yourself. Like if mm. you just think that if I write something down five times in the morning and five times at night that that's going to come true because I'm writing it in the right, you know, tense or whatever. (laughs) If you're not enjoying that, if you're not realizing what those tools are there for and how they work, then it's not going to work. And, and, and the whole word trying in anything with the law of attraction isn't, isn't going to (laughs) work. Yeah, Because if you're trying, you're really not feeling it anyway. That's, that's why you're feeling like you have to try it. Right. You're not feeling it. So the the secret there is to find how what's it gonna to take to feel it. And if it means shifting things around, then you shift things around. If it means doing it five times, you do it five times. But whatever it's gonna take for you to get into the feeling mode, that's what's gonna mm-hmm. make the difference. That's why the person who wrote the affirmations for four weeks didn't get anywhere. They didn't feel it. Right. They were right. just going that, through the motions. That whole feeling the thing that the whole feeling thing, the emotions behind it is just like so important and so many people don't understand that. That you have mm-hmm. to feel good. You have to feel better. Period. Like that's the whole goal. And it's not about I'm gonna do this today so tomorrow is better. It's about feeling better right now. Like right this instant in every moment. How can I feel good how can i have fun how can i make this as easy as possible and as fun as as possible so i can recall times on the podcast where we were talking about trust and trust was a big deal for me sometimes it still is a big deal but it was a really really big deal for me back then until after many many episodes and outside conversations and so forth it finally dawned on me that trust isn't a noun it's a feeling it isn't an adjective. It isn't an action. It isn't. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. And when you actually are feeling the trust, it doesn't even matter how you got there. That's all there is to trusting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you don't even have to completely believe it. You just have to feel the trust, which is really odd. Mm-hmm. Cause that's not what I would have thought that trust was about. I thought you had like, I have to completely trust. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't always completely trust. But can I feel the trust? Ah, that I can do. Even if I'm not totally there, at least I can feel it. Sometimes, anyway. Do you feel like trust and faith are the same thing? A lot of people do. I'm not sure what I think about that. What do you think, Bridget? Are they the same? Mm, I feel like you could trust someone or something, but I feel like faith is, I feel like they're similar, but a different entity, kind of. I don't know how to explain it, but I do think faith is a little different. I know for myself. If you have, like, faith in someone, I feel like it's different than, like, the trust you already have. Mm -hmm. It's hard to explain. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say? For for myself, I I always associate the word faith with with religion because, for me, faith faith in God, you know, all that stuff that's taught to you when you're in an organized religion. And so I, I can't quite decolor that. From my understanding. I see. Yeah. But if I just look at what the basic concept is, I guess they are pretty much the same thing. I'm thinking of like in the secret, they say unwavering faith. Like having, yeah, Yeah, which is trust. Like having unwavering faith in the, in source and the process and all that. And the only thing I, I did have a little trouble with that when I read that part or, or actually saw that part in the movie, the secret. Um, until I finally realized that the only thing that needed to be twisted there was the way it said, it isn't having faith in the universe, it's having faith in yourself. It's having faith in your internal being. And that's what we often refer mm-hmm. to as the universe, because really they're all connected. Well, I so, just think, of, I think of it like, when I think of the universe, I think of like source, source energy or whatever. Like, But I am source, so are you. Right, right, totally, totally. Yeah. But as a human, a lot of us, a lot of the time you look outside yourself for that. 
you know. And and that is where I find myself tripping up. Mm-hmm. So that's why I remind myself I'm the source. Yeah. I am I'm not the whole source, but I am part of source. So it's not that thing that's out there, it's actually that thing that's in here. It's right. Me. It's right. that little that little connection that's in there that I keep saying I want to have a better connection to. Well, okay, here's your chance, Walt. <laughs> yeah, and that for me is like kind of grasping onto that faith. What do you mean? Well, so when we when we had to move into this house, I, that didn't sound right. When we moved, when we were blessed, <laughs> when we were blessed, when we were dragged, kicking and we, screaming into the house. When we kind of were, because <laughs> our old landlord, I just loved the house that we lived in, um, and our landlords were friends of ours, and she called the beginning of February and said, I, we're going to need the house back by March 1st. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness, what are we going to do? And, um, and at that time we had a dog that we were not willing to get rid of and, you know, property management and stuff, you know, they all want these huge pet deposits and she was a big dog. So it's not like the under 20 pound dog. And I was just fighting so hard to find a place and, and, and I actually talked to my landlord, the the landlord that we had had, you know, his her the the wife called me, but then I called them because I'm just like it was like two weeks away, and I'm like we haven't found anything. Like I know you guys have relatives here. I just want to make sure that you're not gonna like kick us out on the street if we can't find anything, you know, when you guys move back. And he goes, oh no, we would never do that. And he said, Shelly, this whole it sounds like this whole thing's been such a struggle for you. And I said, well, that's because we love this house. And he goes, I understand that. But on this end, it's been so easy. We've just had faith in this whole process. And like we needed to sell a car and it immediately sold and there was no issues. And we had to sell a boat and it sold to these great people. And, and, you know, we needed to, they needed to find another renter and they found, you know, it was just like this snowball effect of all these great things. And he goes, that's what you need to do. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like I'm totally going the wrong direction in this. And so I went to bed that night and I was just like the perfect house, the perfect landlord, the perfect situation. It's out there. And we were going to look at some apartments because that's where we were. We were like, we're going to try to find an apartment, which is not what we wanted, but we were going to do some driving around and go to some open houses. And we passed this street that this house is on and there was a little for rent sign just stuck in the dirt on the corner and we turned the corner the landlord was standing in the driveway I said can we look at the house and he said you sure can we went in we filled out an application he didn't charge an application fee he goes there's one person ahead of you that I have to consider because of the laws and everything but I can't verify his his job his income but but I still have to try to do that. And I said, okay. And um, I said, oh, by the way, we have a dog. And he goes, yeah, most families do. It's no big deal. And (laughs) the next day he called me and said, I can't verify the other guy's income. If you guys want to come sign the lease, come on over. And we like paid him the deposit. And it was the next day. Nice. The next day. You know, and it was just like, and when I say we had to move in here, I love this house. I'm so grateful for it. Um, you know, we've been here for four years. He has not raised the rent once. It's been wonderful. He's a really good landlord. If something fixes or breaks, he fixes it. We've helped fix things. You know, he's been open to that, but it's, it's been a really great experience, but it was just like, I just had to shift my, that's why I was saying, you know, trust and faith. Cause I just felt like I just had to have faith that the perfect situation was right there under my nose and I need to let go of all this stuff and, and line up with it. And we did. And it was right there. Like we just, the universe brought us right to it. When it was, when you were ready for it, it was ready for you. Right. Right. So Bridget, this is. I think I changed uh, my answer. I think faith and trust. I think I'm with you. I think that is the same. All right. Yeah. Well, that, that's the beauty of being a co-host. You can change your answer anytime you want. Which is my which is my veiled way of saying I think you passed the audition. Yeah, yeah. 
Thank you. <laughs> so we will welcome you back next week. It's going to be three on Tuesday. Thank you very yeah. much for participating. Thank you for being thank part you. of the new team. This is a really good Yay. thing. Thank, thank you to podcast listeners everywhere. We'll see you all next time here on LOA yeah. Today. Goodbye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye.